You woke? Time to get up. Good morning and welcome to Thought You Were Woke No Speed Limit Podcast. My name is Alvin and today I'm going to keep it simple. You know, most of the time you guys see me as that liberal guy who talks about politics all the time. Well, I am also a guy who's very faithful. I believe in God. I am a man of faith. Um, not a man of religion, a man of faith. So I believe in God. Uh, I believe that God reveals things to us. And whatever I say today, let me put it this way. Regardless of whatever I say on my videos all the time, this is the truth that I really believe in. And I, I mean, I believe in what I say on my videos anyway. You know, that's the truth. But sometimes I speak off the cuff and not the way God wants me to. So I just got to be honest about that. And this is how you move forward on that. God wants us to talk truth. Truth. Uh, I truly believe this. This is my belief. I'm not trying to push on my beliefs on you or anyone else. But I hope by you listening to what I believe that it furthers your faith if you believe in God or brings you to the faith. That is my hope for you. Um, today I'm going to talk about fighting the good fight of faith and what we fail to do today in America. I'm hearing a lot of stuff uh, left, right, doesn't matter where it comes from. I'm hearing things from the black church. I'm hearing things from the white church. I'm hearing things from the prosperity church, from the evangelical church. And some of those things, they disturb me. And they disturb me deeply. We have to get back to the simple things of fighting the good faith. Simple things of standing on the fact that salvation comes from Christ. That by him dying on the, Christ, uh, the cross and ra uh, being raised from the dead, it comes from that. That forgiveness is available to everyone. That we also must understand that the flock is bigger than what we think it is. And it's not our view of what it, the world is. Because sometimes we get caught up in our traditions, our ethnic backgrounds, and our small little circle of friends and the world we live in. And I'm guilty as it, of it as anybody else. Sometimes I get on here, I spout off things because they come from an emotional response. Not a spiritual response, but an emotional response. And in our world, that is a problem. That's why you see things like January 6th, uh, why you see buildings burn when Black Lives Matter march. And I want to say this, that's not all Black Lives Matter members. I'm, I'm tired of this, and I, I have to throw that in. Black Lives Matter is not a terrorist organization. It's not an organization that burns down buildings. There are people and individuals that express their emotions in a way based on how they feel about the situation. Okay? So I, I don't want to blame Black Lives Matter for that. I've seen too many people do that on the right and then the left sort of back it up with stuff they say okay so i'm going to throw that out there but what i am going to say is that emotional responses sometimes have nothing to do with god responses see we we sometimes put our trust in things and hopes and faith in things that don't work that's including government that's including our our uh our churches and our friends our families and our flag and even our guns See, we put faith in things that aren't God, necessarily. 
just uh, the body of Christ is the people of God, and they are the people that are supposed to be following God. But sometimes they do things that say that aren't following God. I heard a pastor the other day talking about we need a revolution in this country. If we do need a revolution, it's a revolution of faith. The Bible says something that's simple. And I'm paraphrasing because I'm not going to quote the Bible. I'm not one of those guys who's great about quoting the exact words of the Bible in that such a way. But here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Paraphrasing the Bible. Somewhere in there, Jesus says, Why should you worry about the clothes you wear, where you will eat, and where you will sleep tonight? Do not the birds in the air, the fowl on the ground, do they not care? Do they not worry about these things? It is worrying about those things that has led us to do things that are unfaithful to each other. We're worried about simple things. I'm worried about the food I eat. The How long will my people survive? My neighborhood be here. I'm worried about the house I live in. I'm worried about the crime level. I'm worried about all these things that you worry about. Has not faith been simple? I'm worried that I'm going to lose my freedom. I'm worried that my government is turning against me. I'm worried that there are too many things that say that where I live is going away. There are a thousand things we do and we do not, we circle around it and we never go back to the one thing that's always there. We're supposed to give this to God. Salvation, freedom from all these things is through Christ Jesus, right? If you're a believer. Not saying that everybody that's listening to this is a believer. I don't believe that everybody who listens to this is a believer in Christ. But there's some simple facts about our faith that should keep us from doing things that we shouldn't do. Keeping on that thing, let's think about this. God has one major enemy, the devil. That's the only thing he has. Not, not Black Lives Matter. Not... Boogaloo boys, not uh, the five percenters, not Democrats, not Republicans, not lesbians, not gay people, not straight people, not uh, conservatives, not liberals. None of those are God's enemies. Only enemy he has is the devil. And the devil's biggest enemy, the thing the devil hates the most is us. So what the devil does among all of us is so chaos and confusion. That's what's going on right now. Chaos and confusion. There are three religions in the world. It's Christianity, Islam, and Judaism that say a monotheistic faith that believes in God. All of them come from the tradition of Abraham. That's that all, all three of those religions come from that tradition, the ancient tradition of Abraham. You know, uh, Ishmael was the uh, was the descendant of Abraham that started eventually started the Islamic faith. Isaac was the son of Abraham who started the Jewish faith, and Jesus was the descendant of David who was a descendant of Abraham who started the Christian faith. But either way, all three religions are about God. 
Yet, all three religions are at each other's throat trying to figure out, trying to tell God, we are the right religion. Basically, that's what you're doing. You're fighting the world to say we're the one who wants to be established all over the world. But Jesus himself said, I have multiple flocks. So that's why we had a Taliban. That's why you have Christian fundamentalists. That's why you have Zionists. All of them. This is a tenement of our faith that we have to watch. If Jesus in the Bible was talking about good Samaritans, people who were not even Jewish, and he saw where they could be good and God could find a heaven open to them, then why you believe that heaven's only open to you? Now, there is one thing I believe. I believe that by believing in Jesus Christ, that he was the son of God, he was raised from the dead, in the forgiveness of our sins after he was crucified on the cross as a living sacrifice for those sins. I believe that that's how we find our way to salvation. Do I think Jesus doesn't let Jews in heaven or uh, Muslims if they find their way to Christ? Yes. Do I think he doesn't at all? No, I don't think at all because there's a time when he comes to judge the living and the dead. I think the gates of heaven were open period when Jesus was. If you live by the faith, by those things that God says that show that you are a Christian or that you have a Christian lifestyle, I believe the doors of heaven are open unto you. If you believe in God, the, the doors of heaven are definitely open unto you. It's hard to justify that, of course, by what I say. And I know a lot of Christians are like, oh my God, did he just say, oh my God, that Muslims and, and, and Jews are going to heaven? It's not possible. They don't believe in Jesus. Well, they can't with the way you, you guys behave. Let me explain what I mean. You're so busy trying to prove to the world that your faith is the number one faith and that all of you are going to heaven and everybody else is a sinner and a liar and going to hell. <clears throat> now, I know some Christians are big on getting the Jews back to Jerusalem because God wants us to do that and we love Jews, but we hate Muslims because Muslims are the devil. And vice versa. Muslims do the same thing. Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, all those groups. That ain't what God wants us to do. That ain't even what faith is about. You know how you fight your enemy? And it's not man. Because that's another thing the Bible says. We fell, we battle, that was a Titan, wasn't it? Uh, we battle things that are not of the flesh, but of principalities and wickedness in higher places. And, and higher places. The devil is in you when you decide to take an emotional response to things. Pastors that get in the pulpit and wrap themselves in the flag who are talking about, you know, being in their house with their cold, uh, people taking their guns out of their cold, dead hands. Their guns are that important. They love their guns so much. They're willing to die for their gun. <clears throat> That's not dying for the faith. That's not dying for Christ. That's what you do when you give yourself to Christ. I'm going to heaven, but I'm not going to sit here and fight for a gun. Not that big of a deal. Not, not when it comes to uh, my salvation. I will not put that number one. Secondly, secondly, this is about wealth in this country. 
it's harder for a rich man to get to heaven than it is for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle. Guess who said that? Something similar to that. The, Jesus. He said that. We put wealth first over everything else. We're so happy about being wealthy in this country and throwing our money around. There's poor kids who can't, who are in Africa, who are starving. The countries are warring over dollars right now. It ain't just religion that people are fighting over. They're fighting over dollars. Their kids can't eat. But we're wealthy. We got a lot of money. We get a lot of oil. And we send our troops around the world to go kill people. America. We got to think about our Christian faith. So now we got pastors that are upset. About a lot of things. About homosexuality. Said that's running wild in this country. Uh, not just homosexuality, of course. No, that's not the only thing running wild. We got abortion running wild. So we leap on this one thing. Meanwhile, we got pastors in the pulpit cheating on their wives, on their taxes, lying to their congregations. You don't do that. That's a no-no. I'm not here to get down on. I'm not a pastor, but you know. If we're living by faith, we know that these things are wrong. We know that they're wrong. Hey, we got pastors, black pastors, white pastors, not just conservative pastors. I'm talking about the ones who are even the black justice movement who get on congregation members about wearing jeans and t-shirts and all that stuff. Yet you've been married three times. You've never had your house in order and your kids in order. I mean, it's in the Bible that a man of the cloth has but one wife with a good financial standing and good family standing. All those are important. That's what it says in the Bible. They're in those good things. So when people hold you to that standard, they're going to hold you to that standard because it's right there in the Bible. I'm not saying you're too perfect. You human like I am. And that's what people need. That's another thing people got to do. They've turned from the church because the church is imperfect because it's made of men. The perfect church is God. God is perfect. There's nothing imperfect about God. But that doesn't mean he's going to magically make everybody in the church perfect. See, people hold, who talk about, who are, and I'm not here to talk about atheists. That's not really what I'm here to do. But they say things like, oh, y'all believe in all this magical stuff, but your preachers are sleeping with this and that because you you're holding people to a standard that doesn't exist of higher standard of perfection but that's the same thing with being in the pulpit i'm trying to say is you can't hold people to a higher i'm a sinner i make mistakes i do things i shouldn't do god knows i say stuff i shouldn't say hell you probably heard me say it on here and i just said hell think about it i'm not perfect so some people are looking at it like, oh, he's just babbling on, babbling on, babbling on. No, this is the point I'm trying to make about faith. Let's fight the good fight of faith. Let's stay on faith. Let's believe that believe in God to deliver us from all the problems that we're seeing in the world today. Let's believe in him. See, we actually are compounding the problems when we start saying, I'm blaming Bob over there because he's got on a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. I'm blaming Harry over there because he's got that freaking rebel flag. Now, those, I'm not saying that a rebel flag ain't the problem or Black Lives Matter isn't the issue, but it isn't. 
neither one really would be an issue if we believed in love. I don't believe Rebel Flag came from a place of love originally. I have no, I have no belief in that whatsoever. I don't believe it came from. I believe Black Lives Matter has a place of love because it's trying to make you understand that somebody's life matters. That there are people in this world who like to hurt people because they don't like the color of their skin. And if you can realize that in your faith walk, you see, sometimes what happens is this. I defend your people say I defend blue lives matter. You know why you're doing it? Not because you don't see what happened. George Floyd happened. Did it not? Did this man not get convicted for what just happened? It happens, right? Right. But what you're worried about is yourself. And what I mean by worried about yourself, you're worried about how people look at you and say, hey, um, you talking about racism. I'm not racist. I'm not. I'm white and I'm not racist. Well, I'm not white, but you know what I mean. I'm white and I ain't racist. It's about you. Because I hear it all the time, you know. And then you become defensive, so then you defend this. Like, I, I got to defend Blue Lives Matter because uh, they're trying to say we're, I'm racist. I'm not. So I'm going to defend Blue Lives Matter. I'm going to defend, you know, I'm not trying to get off on a tangent. I'm going to defend something. Black people, love y'all. I do. You sometimes get your faith mixed up too. So, you know, I hear it all the time. I'm burning sage in my house to uh, uh, bring the good, good, good feeling and good sense in my house. I need to burn the sage. Did Jesus tell you to burn the sage? I think he told you to pray. I don't need to burn incense in my house or sage or have locks in my hair to, to bring up good vibes in my body and my mind. I could be bald headed, naked. I'm still, if I pray to God, God is still there for me one way or the other. That's what I believe. And it's sometimes in the church, we, we, we as black people also give certain people, oh, they're so blessed. They're so blessed. They got a million dollar house, multi-million dollar house. They got millions of dollars. Look at them. They blessed. They praising God and they blessed. They children all messed up. They all in disarray. They cheating on their wives. They, 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 uh, cheating on their taxes. They doing all kind of other stuff. They ain't got nothing to do with God. Some people put you on, put on a good front. All, all Christians have a good in America. It's safe to be a Christian. Try to do that in uh, Saudi Arabia. Try to do that in China. Would y'all still stand up as Christians? It's a club here. It's a frat. It's a fraternity that turns people off on the faith because it shouldn't be about fraternity. Then you, because you've made this a frat and a fraternity, have all this things. Oh, you got to be baptized, which, okay, you're supposed to be baptized. But God actually made it simpler than that. All he said was you have to trust and believe in Jesus Christ. That baptism thing is a symbolic thing. It's a good thing to do. Don't get me wrong, but it's symbolic. I had a pastor totally argue with me one day saying that you ain't saved till you get baptized. Jesus got to see you dunk in that water. 
Jesus got to see you dunking that water. Because if you don't see you dunking that water, you ain't saved. You ain't saved. You think you saved, but you ain't saved till you dunking that water. You know who you sound like? You sound like the Sadducees, Sadducees and the Pharisees in the Bible. That's what you sound like. Because now here you go making all these rules. Oh, your people didn't wash their hands. That's what they told you. Jesus is like, really? They don't have to wash their hands? This ain't got nothing to do with that. Uh, uh, Jesus, we need to stone that girl over there because she committed adultery. And what were you doing last night? Hmm? Right. The church is funny. It's fraternity. It's frat house. And then there's pecking orders in the church. That becomes a problem, too. So, I don't mind talking about this stuff because I'm being real right now. And it might turn some of y'all off. And y'all turn this off, this broadcast off in five minutes. Pastor got, I've seen it before. A pastor will attach himself to a hot coach. A, a coach. Who just came to town. Just rode into town. Now he's a big guy. He don't get him the front row at the church. He turned him into a minister and a deacon. Just like that. Yeah, overnight. Because guess what? He got something. He's blessed. God don't bless him. Meanwhile, the guy behind the back taking his friends to the strip club. Cheating on his wife. Because we put things in place that aren't supposed to be in place. We got to ask God first what we're supposed to do. And I ain't trying to say you're supposed to be perfect. But if you put people in a leadership position, usually there's got to be some integrity involved in it, right? And everyone's like, well, you're talking about both sides of your neck because you're saying people. Well, people are imperfect. That's what I'm coming at you about. You can't sit in the pew and criticize that man up there when you doing the same thing. You go in the strip club, you're cursing, you're drinking, and ain't nothing wrong with taking a drink, everyone. I don't think I have a problem with a drink, but some of y'all getting drunk, and you're definitely smoking weed. But a lot of y'all done left the church, maybe not because of that, but you feel like it's all a lie. You're hurt by slavery. You're hurt by racism. You feel that white people somehow have uh, lied to you about Jesus Christ. That's a white Jesus. That's what it is. I heard this a million times. This is a white Jesus. Jesus white. He belonged to white people. He ain't for the black people. He, he just, that's what it is. See, see, you were lied to about slavery. Well, maybe you need to leave, read a little bit more about the history of that. And then uh, every time I bring up the Ethiopian church, people go, what's that? Read about the Ethiopian church too. Just, just let yourself read about that and I understand getting back to understand your culture and things I don't think God would have a problem with bringing Christianity to the world if the evil now here's where I'm gonna go with the white people the evil that you did with the religion that God gave you God gave it to everybody by the way but not to make you the powerhouse so that you can go and do things to the world that you think is okay. It doesn't give you a license to bully pulpit the world and tell them they want death, what their values are or to really further your own wealth. That is not what God intended for the faith. But we've done that. And I'll go into detail in that probably in another view because I, you know, I want to do a whole thing about Christianity and 
and the rise of uh, government of the Western governments. But we'll do that on a, uh, another broadcast here. Like I said, we're trying to keep it simple. We're going to talk about free. Okay, let's get to this point. If you're free, if you're free, you believe you're free, and you believe that God gave you that freedom, do you believe that you have to fight for that freedom? Or do you have to fight the good fight of faith to continuously fight to believe that you are free? See, what you can't do is change other people. You can change yourself. This is what I say about abortion. It's about choices. I don't believe in abortion, personally. I'm totally against abortion, personally. But I also believe it is a human being's choice to make. Not my decision to say, hey, I'm going to block all abortions and I'm doing this for God. See what I did for you, God? I blocked all the abortions. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't change anybody's heart. It drove people away from me. Why? Why were you doing that? How can we change their heart in other ways? How can we change their heart through education? Through speaking at church on Sunday? Can we change their heart? I'm not telling you put guilt on their heart or try to destroy them with guilt, but education. See, a lot of these young women, if we were doing what we were supposed to do as Christians, economics plays a large role in why people uh, do abortions in this country. 63% of abortions are because of economic reasons. That's a sign of selfishness in a, a rich country. Shouldn't be any economic reasons that people have to do abortions. So we all have to do some soul searching on those things. Even in the black church. A lot of us in the black church have gotten away from going to church on Sunday. But you know how we used to get organized? You know why we can't organize so well now? Because we've given up on the church. Oh, the church. No, the church is an organization of the black, of the white power in this country, man. You don't understand. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. Martin Luther King and them organized. They fought. They were powerful because of that. Now there are forces coming against you trying to tell you that that's wrong. That you don't need to go there. Maybe you need to look at who's telling you that and why they're telling you that. Because a lot of them are falling apart. I ain't going to mention the name of Umar Johnson. They're falling apart at the seams. Trying to bring up things that aren't even of, the, of God at all. Because they want to do fleshy things. And you don't play, pay it any attention. Fighting the good fight of faith. Doing good to others. See, the God I believe in says, give the shirt off your back to a naked man. Oh, here. Take this. Here you go. A dollar to that naked man on the street. But the one we believe in tells us to give 10% to the church. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, let me stop before I get in trouble because I know Pastor listening. Nothing wrong with giving 10% of the church. But we think you give you 10% of the church and I don't have to do anything for that poor guy across the street. That's what I'm talking about. I have to say it the right way. Give you 10%. I'm bad about tithing. I have to be honest. I am. I'll get that dollar over there before I get 10% of the church. I'm bad about that. But I'll do that first. Give that man a couple of dollars. Even when I ain't got very much, I'll give him that because I believe in that. So I've been spouting off about this for about 20 minutes, but here's the thing. Don't put faith in guns. Don't put faith in money. Don't put faith in flags. Heck, don't put faith in Black Lives Matter. Put faith in God. That's my basic speech today. And I'm not talking against Black Lives Matter. I think you do a great job 
at what you're doing. People don't know this. They're calling you terrorist organizations out there, but you're marching night and day for the rights of others. And I appreciate that, and I love that. January 6th wouldn't have happened if we didn't weren't putting our if we were putting our faith in the right things if we were giving it to God instead of fearing may our fellow man which fear turns to hate anger and hate that's why you're gonna have all this that's going on you got pastors in the pulpit talking like that it's sick it's sad they gotta wipe us from the earth because we're the devil and if you're Christian, you're all antichrist. Remember, if you ain't going to their church and listening to what they say and talking the way they talk, you're antichrist. And it's really all out of fear. And God ain't got nothing to do with it. I can tell when something ain't got Christ in it. And if your church is all about money, it probably don't have Christ all in it either. Nothing wrong with money. Nothing wrong with gaining wealth. See, people think I'm saying there's something wrong with that. But just remember what I said earlier. Or maybe I didn't say this earlier, but it's harder for a rich man to get into heaven than it is for a camel to pass through the needle, the eye of a needle. Have y'all ever seen the eye of a needle, how small that is? You know how big a camel is, right? Because they become dependent on their things, their houses, their cars. And those things, if God came to you and said simple words, so Father, what can I do to God? What can I do to follow, follow you? What is it that you would like me to do? Give all you have to the poor and come follow me. There's somebody's going to look at me and say, that's not scriptural. And you don't understand that scripture. You don't understand. But God could. I'm not saying he will because he likes the fact that you're doing well. He wants all to do. That's why he said you got cattle on a thousand hills. But if he did, would you be able to give that up? Would you be able to do the things of faith, walk the line that God tells you to walk? See, what I'm doing right now is because God said, I want you to say this. I'm not trying to be a liberal. I'm not trying to be a Democrat. I'm trying to be a man of God. And it's going to bother some people what I said. And they're going to come at me. They always do. Fine. That's that whole thing about walking the faith line. You can walk the faith. Some of y'all scared to speak about your faith. You're scared to talk about it. I have no fear about talking about my faith because, hey, your job's watching this broadcast. So I won't talk about it. Your jobs have made themselves more important. You know how you can go to church on Sunday. Now you can't go to church on Sunday. Well, let me tell you what you have to do because this is what the Sabbath is about honoring the Sabbath. You have to take a day and honor God that day. Pastors, I'm telling you this too. Take if you got to do it, open your churches up Monday through Saturday. Just We got to get back to faith. Real faith. Not this foolish stuff that, that I'm seeing now. And not the fraternity stuff either. I'm not just a frat brother in, in when it comes to Christianity. I'm a frat brother. Thing. Shout out to NRA. Love you, bros. Um, but we have to have faith. We got to walk in faith in everything that we do, everything that we say should be about faith. Chick-fil-A clothes on Sunday. It makes them great, right? Still could be failing in other areas. Don't, that's not what makes you great because you close on Sunday. But 
we we got caught up where work is more important than God. It's breaking up the family, destroying the family. Our money is more important than anything else in the world. Yet we think it's about abortions. We think it's about homosexuality. We think it's about all these other things. Oh, those these people are all into witchcraft and uh, they're 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 Satan worshiping lesbians. I've heard that. I heard that the other day. God help us. Came from a pastor who was cheating on his wife. Those words, right there. Hypocrites. The devil is everywhere. He's deceptive. He's like a obstacle course, a landmine. He he knows where to drop the bombs at. You know what I'm saying? He knows where to drop them in your life. I'm sitting here right now talking to you, and you're like, "Well, you're probably a sinner." You're right, I am. But you got to admit that first. See, here's how you fix a problem. You admit that you have the problem first. See, half of y'all ain't gonna admit the problem. Oh, I ain't no sinner. Oh, and then some of you lying about that too. You get up there, oh, I'm a sinner, but I've changed and I've reformed to come in with God. Look, you still do not have the right to be a hypocrite to God. You do not. God has not given you the right to punish anything on this earth. Nothing. That's why I don't believe in the death penalty like I don't believe in abortion. God is not giving you that right. That's why he said, he without sin cast the first stone. And I'm not casting stones. I'm just telling you about yourself. I will not do that. I'm guilty of it too. I'm a patriot sometime. I want to go fight them Muslims over there out of fear. See, 9-11 was fear. I was mad. I was angry. So we went and bombed in, in Iraq and Afghanistan because I was mad because all Americans were mad because you can't, these folks came over here and they blew up that building and we had an emotional response. And guys said, well, I, I get it also, you know, because there was something bad that happened you're trying to protect yourself but at the same time it was an emotional response first response should be get on your knees and ask god for grace and mercy in any circumstance and situation well this is a long broadcast and some of y'all already don't dropped off but y'all should listen really y'all should uh y'all have a wonderful evening and stay faithful Hey folks, thank you for watching today's video. Uh, please remember to like, share, and respond. Also, this available is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Caster, and iHeartRadio. So please, like, share, and go ahead and check out that podcast.